talking to you about all this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I'm I'm really I feel like tonight or today is going to be a treat. Um, this guest, I, I I heard about her on another show, and I said I have to get her on the show because she's just coming up with amazing information. And then I read her bio, and I found out even more amazing stuff. And let me explain to you what we're going to be talking about. Um, she wrote a book called Dimensions: Mysterious Triangles Across the U.S. And if you follow my show, I've done shows on the Bridgewater Triangle, the Bermuda Triangle, but there's these triangles all over the U.S. where Pete, there's paranormal activity people go missing. Um, it, it's just like weird shit happens, you know, like it's, it's just very strange and a lot of like high strangeness to, to, and she'll explain all the things that happen. But then on top of that, she's a remote viewer and a psychic and she listens to this. She solves cold cases. She finds missing children. And what's the other thing? And, oh, and they, she shut down, she's helped shut down 12 human trafficking rings, which I found completely amazing. And who I'm talking about is Cheryl Lynn Carter. She's a psychic medium. And as I said, remote viewer and a member of the Project Psy, a team of psychic and forensic remote viewers responsible for rescuing missing children, assisting shutting down human traffic rings and closing cold case murders. To date, they have rescued over 472 children, closed 18 cold cases and assisted in shutting down 12 human trafficking rings. Having her first paranormal experience at the age of four built the foundation for her becoming an explorer of high strangeness and a researcher. Her passion for one haunted location afforded her the opportunity to appear and consult in Chris Halton's Haunted Earth Para documentary, A Haunting at Bachelors Grove, one of the most haunted cemeteries in the Midwest. She's a member of MUFON, CE5, and an experiencer. She served as a consultant for Thomas Conwell's books, They Are Here, Century US UFOs, and Earthquakes and UFOs. She is an international author of several books, including Dimensions, Mysterious Triangles of the US, and co-author of Digging into Skinwalker Ranch and Skinwalker Ranch, The Basin Files. In addition, she's a freelance journalist for www.chicagohauntings.com, Paranormal Underground Magazine, iHeart Magazine, and Mind, Body, Spirit Guide. And I want to give her a warm welcome to the show. Cheryl, thank you for coming on my show. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. Well, you you really have an amazing life. I, 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 <laughs> I, that's why I wanted to get you on the show. I think you're perfect for my show, like for, you know, the type of content that I cover. I mean, you cover mm-hmm. everything from conspiracy to paranormal to like, you know, uh, to, to, to solving real crimes in real life, which I, I think is really admirable, you know, especially like when you're, you're I mean, you're, doing the things you're doing um how did you get involved in that like how did you how did project Psy come about and like how did you know what i mean it it just started about about six years ago one, one of my friends that he, he runs that he lives in chicago the chicago area and he wanted to put together a group of psychics there's actually seven of us and we live in all different states i've only i think i've only met two of them we haven't met each other and we don't talk to each other while we're we're working on a case. He'll show us a photo of somebody that's missing, and that's all he shows us. You know, they're in this state or something. And then we call him as soon as we start telling what what, we, what we're seeing. And then he puts all the information together and he contacts the police. That's amazing. And I I feel like I'm starting to come into like I don't think I have psychic powers like you, but I feel like I am like throughout my awakening period and it hasn't been that long it's only been five or six years I feel like I'm starting to come in more into like my intuitive powers and Mm -hmm. even some maybe premonitions but not like 
to where, you know, like I, I can't see situations play out and find people like you. I, how does that, I mean, like, how are you seeing that in your mind's eye? Or are you seeing like, when, when, say I have a lost kid, for example, and I call you and say, Cheryl, my child's missing. And the last place I saw him was Cincinnati, Ohio. But right now I'm, I'm in Texas because I had a business trip. But, but we don't live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Say, for example, we were on vacation there and he got lost. Mm -hmm. I know nobody would leave their kid behind on vacation, but I'm just coming up with an example. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but anyway, so how does it play out in your mind? Like, how would you start looking for this person? And, and you know what I mean? Like, and then what do you see? Well, I, I, I was born with, with this ability, so I can't really explain how it works. But if I can look at a photo and I, I can read the photo. You mean you can, can start seeing things about that person? Yeah, I, I, can, I can see about the person and I could see who might be around them. I, I actually have a, a software like the police use a composite software. So when I see somebody that, that took the child, I can draw their picture and send it to the police. Wow, and, and this all happens in your mind's eyes, say like- yeah. Like, yeah. And does it does it come in like picture frames? Like, would you say? Yeah, yeah. And I, I can. And besides reading the photo, I I can remote view to a location to see where they are. Now, how does that work? I mean, like, do you need a do you need a, a clue? Like, like, like when I just gave you, like, possibly like where the person was last, or um, do it doesn't really matter. Just just looking at the picture. Wow. Like, one 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 time I remote viewed to Romania and I don't have a clue what Romania looks like. Wow. But I described where the girl was and they found her. Wow. And, and she was a missing child in Romania. That's that's amazing stuff. She was well, she was she was a teenager and somebody grabbed her for human trafficking. When they found her, they actually found some other girls too. Wow, that's that's a, that's a huge thing nowadays too. Like they, supposedly yeah. they were trying to like shut that down. You know, like um, oh no no, it's bigger than ever. No no no, <laughs> it's big business now. Well, I mean, like I don't want to get into politics, but yeah, I don't. was saying that a certain somebody was trying to was they thought he was like the messenger of God. He was like cleaning up all the human traffic rings, and I'm not saying he didn't try. Maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not judging him or. And you probably know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. And I'm not even bringing up politics because whatever. But, but you're saying it's still very prominent and very prevalent. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. It's everywhere. It is. That's sad. That really mm -hmm. is. That really is. Um, you know, like now, but let me ask you this. Like, what's solving a cold case murder like? Is that insane or what? Yes. Because so, sometimes you'll you'll see something and then you, you, know, you have to go back and tell the family something. Maybe they didn't want to know about the person. Yeah, wow, wow. You know, yeah. You know. So what a what a heartaching news. Like uh, sometimes, not not all yeah. the time. Well, it comes mm -hmm. probably your gift probably comes with um it's it's a gift and a curse. Not not in a way in a curse that it's bad, but like you're either delivering benevolent news or you could be the bearer of bad news, but it's the truth. So you want to share it, right? Right. Because when you're looking for someone, I, I want to bring them home alive. It doesn't always happen that way. That's oh, the sad part. That's but true. at least you can find them and bring them home instead yeah. of wondering forever what happened. Wow. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's uh, wow. I just wanted to ask you about that before we got into it, because I think it's so interesting and it's so admirable. Like, 
I, I, I can't, I can't give you more than enough credit for what doing that because that's like really using your gift to like assist humanity in the best way I could see possible. You know, I really think mm -hmm. that's, um, so I, I will get into your book. These, I, I wanted to start off by like, I, I knew of the Bridgewater Triangle because, well, well, growing up, I had always heard of the Bermuda Triangle. And I think I, everybody knows that. Planes get lost there and stuff like that. But then there was the Bridgewater Triangle, too. And that was one of the first ones I became familiar with. I heard that they have puck wedgies. There was, like, satanic activity. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. Ghosts, uh, UFOs. Have you heard of this place as well? Yes. Yes. It's one of the places you write about it in the book. Yes, not, not one of my favorites. I think I like the Bennington Triangle better because it, it's not a famous one like Bridgewater everybody talks about. What's the, now I think the guy from the show you did, he said the Bennington Triangle was like, what, based on, um, that's where they based the Blair Witch Project out of? Or yes, something? yes. What? Yes, that, that, was, that was a 1999 movie and about these, Four got four kids, four kids, teenagers. I guess it was two guys and two women, and they they went exploring out in the woods and, and they got lost. They saw strange lights. They went insane and they disappeared. And when I watched that movie, it it felt like it was real. If you ever camped out in the woods, you know how pitch black it is. There is no light. It's scary out there. Well, yeah. You start hearing sounds and seeing things. It's scary. And for that time, I don't know if you remember, I'm 42, so I remember that movie. For yeah. that time, it was like groundbreaking. You know, yeah. you had everybody wondering if it was real. Do you remember that? Because there were yeah. some people that thought it was real. And, and They did such a good job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they really did. It was like a like a first person, like, um, I, it, it, for people that haven't seen it, it's it's very interesting because they make it they like they're filming a documentary, but it's a movie. Right. You know, it's it's really interesting. But let me ask you, in the Bennington Triangle... And it was black and white, too, so that made it scarier. It was. <laughs> I remember that. That was amazing. Yeah. That's what makes it scarier, because it's black and white. I, yeah, I, I can't believe you remember that. That's a great movie. You know, That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it really is good. Um, Can I ask you, what's going on? Well, well, first off, let me ask you this. Where is the Bennington Triangle? I'm a sin for my... Okay, so it's in the in the the Patriots. The east, like the, the east, yeah, yeah. Okay, and would you know like all the land that it encompasses? Like, is it just Vermont? No, it's just a little strangler. I don't have the quite dimensions with me right now. Okay, but people are going missing there, right? Like the movie yes. where which is? Do you think that's where they got the idea of the movie? This from? is Bennington. This is the Bennington one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that people, you, I know you just gave examples of some people going missing there, correct? Yeah, there, there's a place in the uh, Glastonbury Mountains. It's called the Long Trail. It's a very famous hiking trail. People hike there all the time, but for uh, five years, people just started disappearing and then it just stopped. Wow, that's weird. And, and they, never, they never found them. Do you, do you think they're getting snatched up by aliens? I know that sounds like a little bit like speculative and it is speculative. We don't know. They just like, like the, the one guy, his name was uh, Mitty Rivers and he was a guide there. He would guide people. And he was, he was walking along the trail with a group of people. And then on the way back, he kind of got ahead of everybody. And when they got back to camp, 
he was never there. He never made it back to camp. He just disappeared. Oh, that's so, that's so weird. And then you gave the example of, the, I thought this was funny, but it's not funny because the person got lost in real life, but it just sounds funny when you told me that a guy went missing on a bus because it's so yes. hard to believe because like, how does yeah. somebody get lost on a bus? You know, like yeah. they're sitting there and you said his luggage was still there, which I thought was hilarious yeah. because like, how's that happen? It seems like impossible, yeah. but these yeah, his name was James. James Tedford, he was actually a, a soldier and he was he was going back to his, his uh, home in St. Albans and he got on the bus and everybody saw him. He had a suitcase there and everything. And all of a sudden they kind of looked over and he was gone. The bus that's never a, stopped yet. That's amazing. <laughs> Let me ask you this, like, did they ever find him or did they ever find a trace? They, of him? they never found any of these people, no. Nothing. How many people would you say, for just for Bennington example, well, how many cases would you say you have of people going missing? In Bennington? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at least a thousand. Oh my God. And they're all going away mysteriously like this. Right, right. Wow. And did you ever try to remote view it to see like what like- um, I haven't tried that one. I have to do that. <laughs> I was thinking about that, like, because if you remote viewed it, you might get an idea of, I don't know how you would remote view. I don't know what exactly you would remote view. If you just kind of remote viewed the destination to see. Yeah, like, the trail maybe, yeah. Yes, yeah, to see if there's some kind of evil um, intent behind it, or if it's if either that or if people are just slipping into another dimension. I don't, who knows, right? I, I, I do believe a lot of people walk through a dimension or something opens at that time yeah well you want to hear something interesting i had this guy on my show his name was trey hudson he uh he wrote a book called the south skinwalker ranch it's called the meadow project he mm -hmm. didn't close where the place is but he's letting people go to it it's a it's a paranormal hot spot he doesn't say if it's in a triangle area but he does say it's in, in the South and he compares it to Skinwalker Ranch because uh -huh. it has everything, right? Well, he right. said in his team, he has a team of all military people. And, you know, some of them are researchers, doctors, you know, they're all like, you know, like top. But anyway, so he was doing these experiments where he's, his team, like it showed on the FLIR camera of them almost going in and out of a dimension because their heat signature would be on the camera. And then all of a sudden their heat signature would not be on the camera. And well, they felt like they walked into a dark place and they, they couldn't see anymore. And then they turned around and came back out and they have all this documented, which is pretty insane. Uh, I, I, I haven't seen any of the footage, but I'm supposed to interview them again. But I mean, do you think that's what's happening? There's people walking into other dimensions? It, it could be. And I, I, I totally believe you could just walk into something and maybe not come back out. You know, I'm wondering if yeah. they go into another dimension, if they go actually like, like, here's, here's something trippy to think about. Like if they walk into another dimension, if they walk into another reality and they don't even realize it, or, or maybe they do realize it, but they just, they walk into like, maybe there's parallel realities. Like besides. Oh, the, I believe that. Yeah. You think there yeah. are? Yeah. It's yeah. Cause I, I, I go paranormal investigating and. You know, when you when you talk to spirits, you go, you know, where where are they? And I, I think that they might just be in another dimension right next to us. Yeah, that's one of my theories. 
and we can't see them. And you know what's interesting when when people pass away, like um, they they always see their um, their relatives. Like, and it happened recently. Like, I didn't want to. Um, I, I had someone pass away. But it was about. I'll just say it was like my mom's boyfriend. Like he. Um, but she she was going out to his house and he's seeing him. They let him go from the hospital, you know. And he had mm -hmm. cancer. And I wanted to ask because I'm a real big advocate of near death experiences and shared death experiences and deathbed experiences. And mm -hmm. I, I wanted to ask, but without being rude, I wanted to say, is he seeing anything? But I, how do you ask that, you know? But I did end up finally. It, my mom brought it up because she said that he was kind of like pointing to the sky and talking about his mother and then he see he did that, that people were the coming like his mom and his brothers and, and sister so i totally believe there's an afterlife like i i mean i believed it from all the people i interviewed but what do you think about that do you think that, that that's possible I'm, I'm i'm a cnn and i work in hospice sometimes and i have i have seen the relatives coming for their people i've seen it Wow, it's it's so interesting. And I've heard them talking to them, and I see them standing by their bed. Yes. What can I ask you this? What do you think? I mean, from being a nurse, like you, you get to see that. Like, what do you think? Like this game of life is all about. Do you think that's what it is? And and maybe we're not supposed to know about the afterlife because, and I know this interview is supposed to be about the triangles and the no, this is cool. <laughs> but like, I, I'm a big proponent of the afterlife, and I'm I, I'm trying trying to figure out what happens when we pass on, and like, it's really like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's really interesting. But like, I mean, from seeing all those people pass away, do, do you think that, that? I mean, like, do, what do you think this? Do you think we're not supposed to know about the afterlife? Maybe. Yes, because because I, I when I investigate, I, I always ask spirits, you know, where where are you? Can you see me? And my, my favorite one is, like I said, they might be in a dimension right next to us. And my favorite question is, you look kind of see-through to me. Do I look see-through to you? Maybe they're solid on the other side, and we look like ghosts on this side. Wow, I never thought about that. That's trippy. Yeah, I think about it. <laughs> it, it is. That's that's so. It's. I mean, I, I another guy I interviewed. You might have heard of his name is Paulino. He said that he was having conversations with people in parallel worlds. He's a paranormal yeah. researcher like yourself, and he told yeah. me he calls these areas like you know we you call them triangles, which they are triangles, and then some people call them paranormal hotspots, but then he calls them flap areas, and he investigates with his son. And he told me that. He was having a conversation with someone in a parallel world and he he told me that they said in their world that it's common for them to talk to us but in our world it's not common for us to talk to anybody so it makes me wonder like who's controlling this reality you know well, and, and it's, it's like I'll, I'll say you know where where are you and stuff like that and it, it's like they're not supposed to tell us the answers to certain questions yeah that's what i feel it's weird. It makes me you wonder, know. like, it, I don't think it's aliens. I think there's a God. No. I think it's no. like a creator, like a, 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 a something, a divine, because you can just see it in like the beauty and like when a baby, I mean, there's also death, right? But there's beauty right. when a baby's born. There's so much beauty mm -hmm. in the world, like just, you know, everything, like I, the, the golden ratio of life and like everybody, everybody knows if they just go on to nature, that's not built by a, a, a malevolent force, you know, like, right, nature, right, right. you know, I, I don't know, but, but it still makes me wonder, like, 
things are just very weird, you know, like I'm always questioning my reality. And I don't know if that's the correct, because I don't know if I'm ever going to get answers. Well, that, that, that's the thing. It's, it's like the, the more I learn, the more questions I have. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, but, but that's a good thing. You know, somebody says, yeah, I know all about the paranormal. Well, good for you, because I don't. <laughs> yeah and you've actually and can you would you say that i mean i'm i'm all about like evidence on this show would you say that you've actually had conversations with what, what you would call spirit and you could verify it yeah yeah okay i mean that that's assuring to me like because i i i haven't had any kind of ufo experience i haven't had any paranormal experience and your bio it says you're an experiencer as well have you had et contact as well well, I was, I was driving down the road one day and I just, just down a regular city street and I looked up in the sky and the, the sky opened up like, like a portal, I guess you want to call it. Wow. And the sky opened up clear sky. There were no clouds and this disc shaped craft came out and it's hovering there. And all of a sudden, everything around me just stopped. Nothing was moving. And like suspended animation that we call that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know what was going on. And I couldn't see if it had any windows or anything because I could only see the bottom. And it was maybe five, 10 minutes. And then I saw the sky open up again and it went back inside. The sky closed as if nothing happened. Wow, that's amazing. So you... I don't know what happened to me in the 10 minutes. I don't think I went any place. I don't know. Did you ever have, did you ever, would you say you had missing time? I mean, I guess that. Yeah, 10 minutes, but I, I couldn't tell you, you know, what it was. I don't think I went in the craft or anything like that. I just remember everything standing still. Maybe that's what they have to do to come into our space. But it's weird because if you look at the Navy UFO accounts, like those UFOs are interacting in real time yeah. with our, our Navy jet pilots, which is weird. And they're blowing them out of the water, which you know, like I'm, I'm, I, I, people give me shit because I'm skeptical about the secret space program. Well, here's the reason why: because a UFO can do 5,000 Gs, and our fighter pilots can do 10 Gs, 20 Gs tops. Mm -hmm. Now, I realize we have reverse-engineered craft, but I'm just saying, like, how far could we have gotten on those? I mean, I think we probably did get somewhere, and we probably have our own craft, but I don't think the government wants anybody to know because. They want they don't want their secrets to get out to China and Russia because exactly. they want to keep them guessing, right? Exactly. I'm I'm sure they have some really great craft that we don't know about. They're giving us little breadcrumbs when they send out information, but they're never gonna tell us about that stuff. It's yeah, especially now. And me, I mean, like you hear like uh stories that the ETs like want us to all be in peace, but it seems like that's never gonna happen for humanity. We seem like a warring society because like um when every time i've heard people say that they've met with extraterrestrials they said that the government's asked them for technology so we can get ahead against russia or china See. instead of trying to become friends with them you know and i don't think that has anything to do with the people i think that's just the governments of the world you know that's like you know, like, because it's just like how, how people talk about like Germany or Israel. Well, there's nothing wrong with the people of Germany or Israel, but there might be something wrong with their governments, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. I don't, I don't like to get that, that far into, <laughs> um, but uh, so did, when getting back to the triangles, did you notice a high similarity to missing 411? 
Yes. And I, I actually met David one time up at Chicago Ghost Con. It was interesting to listen to him talk. It was very interesting. He has a new book out. He has a, um, he, he was on, he was just on Coast to Coast. He has a new book out. It's called oh. uh, Missing 411 Idaho, which is, oh. yeah, he was just on Coast to Coast. Like, okay. um, it was just the other night. Like, I, I follow Coast to Coast pretty, uh, not religiously, but I, I can't listen yeah. to it at night because I got to work the next day. But I, I, I have a membership so I can listen to the past shows and stuff like that. So, um, but anyway, I, I just do you, know, to, do you know where do you know where he came up with the four one one name? No, I I have no. What is it's that? A, it's actually a, a computer term term meaning that um, information is missing. That makes sense. Like yeah. like instead of nine one one nine one one's like help, but four one one is oh oh I, oh wait I just get because you yeah if you need information it, I don't know if you remember this it, you used to be able to dial four one one. Yeah. On your phone if you needed information, yeah. right? About yeah. But like, uh, it, yeah, but it's also a computer term, yeah. Yeah, like um it, it's uh it I, I just remembered that. Like I remember being able to do that, like I just how you used to be able to hit star sixty-nine and block a yeah. number or something or get the last call or I can't remember what it was, but yeah, now we don't need to do all that because our cell phones tell us everything. Um now, okay, what about Alaska? Did, I wanted to get up there. They, they have a triangle, an Alaskan triangle. What kind of paranormal occurrences go on up there? Oh, all kinds of things. Now, there, there's more people missing in Alaska ever than the Bermuda Triangle. Are, now, let me ask, so this is are a lot of the Native American or what we would call uh, oh. Alaskan natives. And, and well, I mean, it can be people that went there hiking and stuff. I mean, sure, you could you could get lost in Alaska, it's a wilderness. Okay, some people get lost, but is everybody getting lost? I kind of doubt it, because since 1988, 16,000 people have vanished. In, in Alaska, 16,000. And that's more than anywhere in the US. I mean, do you have a theory as to why they might be disappearing from there? Just like the 411, who, who knows, you know? Yeah, have you ever heard this that a lot of uh, Native American women go missing? That's all over the United States. Yes, I've worked on some of those cases. Do you do you know why that might be, or is that just a question too? I, I don't think anybody knows, right? Yeah, some some could be human trafficking. Some could just be abuse. We've that, run into different cases. That's scary because when when it comes to human trafficking, like. It's it's yeah. a scary thing to talk about because nobody wants to really think that it's happening. It's right. nobody wants to face the fact that it's happening, but it's really happening. And I, even like a guy like me, I consider myself pretty strong. I did martial arts, but like a lot of times I'm walking by myself. You know what I mean? Who knows what's out there that can just scream, right. Right. You know what I mean? Like I go on my lunch every day and I just walk because it's more. I like to get the exercise and I like to clear my mind. But then I realize I'm like I'm walking alone, like. You never know what could happen, right? I, I walk alone a lot. I, I go hiking places by myself. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Yeah, you should definitely go with your husband. Like, we're right. I mean, like, and then, I mean, it's like, uh, especially knowing what we know now. And I don't know if it's like the, the ETs, if they have a way to pick us off, like, and, and, and take us into another dimension. But like, 
it's something it definitely is fishy and i know it's hard to put together but like um what else is going on in alaska is there like paranormal stuff like cryptids or anything like that yeah there's there's little kinds of, of creatures there that they're, they're furry they look almost like a bigfoot oh wow and do they do they like um what do, what do they call them the same they just call them bigfoot a similar name yeah i can't really name yeah oh okay and then um what about ufo sightings are there ufo sightings in alaska it's it's very big on ufo sightings yes and oh and, and does this go going back to bennington is this the same with bennington is this is that why they call them the triangle area because like they're having ufo sightings there and and uh and, and yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's not the whole state of Alaska. There's just a certain area that is a triangle shape. There, I mean, there's no such things as areas of, of land that are triangles, but they it's sort of a triangle shape. Yeah, connect the cities. Yeah, it's like the it's like the Bridgewater Triangle. Like, yeah, look yeah, at that like, you know, like they have like all kinds of weird stuff going on there. That's that place is like I that place has some they have a documentary about that on Amazon. I've seen it. Yeah. What do you think of that? Like you, you said you haven't studied it too much, but like they have everything from like satanic activity to like puckwudgies. I'd never even heard of a puckwudgie before that. <laughs> you? No, until I started investigating. Yeah. They're funny. They're like a little creature. You know, they're 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 hilarious. Like when you when you they think, look kind of cute, but <laughs> yeah. The, what about? The, sorry, go ahead. I was, I was going to describe it. It's it looks looks almost like a pig, but it's got warts, and it it it's so it it feels like it's so ugly that it cries all the time. <laughs> it, it always cries, and people would try to catch it, and all all they would get is a puddle of water. That's funny. Like, <laughs> did, did you are they, are they, did you ever hear those? Um, instances i'll bring up a couple paranormal instances let me see if you ever heard of them where um you know people be walking along a trail and then all of a sudden they'll hear their their, their name called i think that was in the bridgewater triangle like that there was like a creature and it was saying come over here but it was saying in a weird voice it was like come to here come to here or something and it was like trying to draw the people into the forest have you heard this yeah, there was actually a little boy that kept telling his mother, he goes, they're, they're, they're calling me. She goes, no, no, no. And so one day the little boy was just disappeared because he did. He followed the voice into the forest. It, it's, 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 it's so strange. And then I, I posted this on my channel, and I don't think this has to do with any triangle areas, but there's two places I know of in the United States where you can do this. And I'm sure you've heard of this. It's like places where there were... Um, Okay, how do I set it? How do I set this up? Okay, places where there were um, automobile accidents on train tracks, and supposedly you can go to these places and you can put powder on the back of your bumper, and then you put your car in neutral and you you go on the middle of the make sure a train isn't coming, but you put your car in neutral in the middle of the railroad tracks, and supposedly something will push your car across to make sure you're safe and then you you get out of your car and you look and there's handprints on the bumper have you heard of this yeah and that's been debunked because it's actually the railroad tracks are actually on an incline and that's why the car moves by itself 
Oh, so it's tried to trickery. I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. And, and, then, uh, and then the fingerprints, if, if you looked at, at if your vehicle, you've you got fingerprints all, all over your trunk because you've opened it up, even though you can't see them. And then when you put the powder on there, then of course the fingerprints come, come up because that's what police use to pick up fingerprints of Oglis. Yeah. Now, yeah. What, what about this? Uh, I, this is a thing people will find really interesting. Can you tell me more about what was going on with JFK, Majestic 12, and Marilyn Monroe, the connection with that, and what it has to do, if, if anything, with aliens and stuff like that. You talked about it in your other interview, and I, I was seeing a few. Yeah, people. well, there, I mean, what, what happened was there was, um, there was a plane that, that took off from Anchorage with a House of, um, let's see, Democratic House Majority Leader Dale Hoggs, and they were supposed to take a little two-hour trip, never made it to their destination. And people were wondering, you know, what, what happened? You know, did the plane just crash? You know, and, and one of the theories is that when he was going to come back, he was going to try to reopen the J.F. Kennedy assassination case. And he had also accused the FBI of wiretapping members of Congress. He also asked for J. Edgar Hoover's resignation because of this. Wow. And, and they have a, there was a document that I found it, it's a, a declassified document from the CIA where they wiretapped Marilyn Monroe's phone calls. Wow. And was she talking to him or, or was she talking about like E.T. kind of? Well, well she was, well, she was, she was talking to a, um, a newspaper reporter, Dorothy Kilgun, and she was telling her about stuff that JFK had told her. And she says, I'm, I'm just, I'm mad, you know, because they broke up their affair. And she got mad. She said she was going to go public the next day about things that he told her. And that was that he had visited Area 51. He saw a craft. He saw alien bodies, and he would. And he wanted to go public about it too. Wow! Another, another. That's another story. And so, when they heard, listened to the wiretap, within twenty-four hours, uh, she had uh, commit suicide. No, that didn't happen. Uh, it doesn't seem like she would be in the. I mean, how did she supposedly commit suicide with drugs? Yeah. You see, she doesn't seem like the type that would like abuse drugs like that. Like it seems like, like that was done by someone who knows. Like right, right. Yeah, she she was gonna go public the next day and she thought she'd kill herself instead. No. Well, I heard that JFK was gonna go against the central bank too. Like I heard he would there was a lot of people that wanted him gone, like the mafia, the CIA, yeah, the, like exactly. everybody wanted, you know, like but um uh -huh. he was good for us though. He was a good president, yeah. he was one of the last good presidents. Good. You know, like um, but do you do you agree? Do you think a lot of people wanted him gone? Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh our government probably wanted him gone. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Um, now you explained it. You have a situation in your book where a train hits a UFO, and then some weird things happen. And with Men in Black, can you talk about this a little bit? Yeah. So um, this was in Kentucky. This was the Big Lick Triangle, 
And let's see what this was in 2002. There was a, a CSX train on, on its way to Louisville. And they're, it's nighttime. They're, they're going down the tracks and they're coming around a curve. And the conductor saw this bright light coming ahead on the, from the other track. And he thought, oh, it's, it's another train coming. So I better dim my lights a little so I'm not blinding him. And the next thing he knows, there, there's this craft sitting on the tracks. And as the train was approaching, it took off, but it clipped the top of the train. And he had to stop. So then he calls in and says, I had an accident and he tries to explain to them what happened and they probably thought he was crazy, I don't know. They told him, can you drive the train? He said, yes. And so they told him to go back to a depot that wasn't in service anymore wow. to have the train repaired. And he thought that was kind of weird, but okay. So he, he goes back there and when he, when he went back there, it, it was all dark, like he said, well, why am I here? So he, he drives, you know, gets the train up and they, he starts getting out and all of a sudden all the lights in the parking lot turned on and he hears all these car doors slamming and all these men in black start jumping out of the cars after him and the other guys on the train. So they took him in a room, each one of them, and they interrogated him, you know, what'd you see? You, oh no, you really, you really didn't see that. It's, it's just a mistake. That's not what happened. He goes, and you, you won't tell anybody about this. And so then they, they let him go. And then as he came out, he noticed that the engine from his train was gone already. Someone had taken it somewhere. Wow. That's amazing. It's, it's like, uh, that's like, you never hear stuff like that. That's an amazing story. Um, yeah. How did you get, how did you get this info? Did you, did you research this stuff? Like, where do Lots you- Lots of research, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Now, okay, now you talk about in your book a lot of different cryptids that people encounter in these dimensional triangle type areas. Can you talk about some of them that stick out besides a Pukwudgie or would you say that's one of the best ones? Or we'll <laughs> that's, that's a cute one, but, but also also in Kentucky, there's it's called the Pope Lick Monster. What the hell is and that? And there's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was... At one time, there, there was a circus, and the bearded lady found this baby wrapped up in a blanket that somebody had abandoned. And she went over to pick it up, and she's going to take it back to the circus with them. But the baby had stubs protruding from the forehead and hoofs instead of feet. It was some kind of a freakish thing. But she took it back, and she took care of the baby. And they'd start growing up and it was this grotesque, almost like a Bigfoot type, you know, not Bigfoot, but a big hairy thing. Like and, a monster, like a monster. Yeah. And they kept it in a cage and they'd poke on it and stuff, made it matter and matter. Maybe it wasn't a, a evil thing to begin with, but they kept poking at it. And so one day they're, they're going through Louisville and they're going over the um, Poplet Creek trestle and a lightning storm struck the train and it fell down off, off the trestle and crashed. And this monster escaped. 
And oh, so now, so now it, it's, it's said that this monster is still there. People have seen it. And the, the crazy thing is people will climb up this trestle. It's 90 feet in the air. They'll climb up on this trestle, hoping to see the public monster, not realizing that it's an active train track and trains come through there. And wow. many people have been hit by trains looking for this monster or fallen off the trestle when the train came. And because the because the monster you're saying, maybe because he's like attacking them or they're they're no they're looking they're looking to find him. Oh, okay. Okay. But they're getting but they're getting killed because they go up on the trestle and get hit by the train instead. Oh wow, that's that's, that's so freakish. But let me ask you this: Have you had, ever had any stories of the the dog man? Like, um, I find that really amusing. Like, it, it seems like a it seems like a real thing. Uh, I don't know if it's a what's the word I'm looking for. I don't know if it's one of like a research project or if it's like a um, a species that we might not know about. Have you got into the dog we, man? We have- we have a we have the Michigan dog man, yeah. And, and what do you it's think? Real thing. It? Like, I haven't seen it, but do you think it's like a, a research project or do you think it's like a, a species? Because they, they it's, it's some kind of species, yeah. It seems so because they're they're all over the place, you know. Like mm-hmm. if you go on the internet, there's a there's this um show I talked about it before. It's called Dogman Encounters. And you can just listen to people who call in and say they have encounters with dogmen and they, mm-hmm. they share their story. Now, I understand people could be lying, but I don't think that many people would take time out of their day. To exactly, yeah. You know, like it doesn't make sense. Like, I think these people want to share their story because they're real, something is really happening. And I right, think- you're, you're not getting famous by calling in that no one knows who you are, you're just calling in. Exactly, you're telling your experience, yeah. Exactly. That's that's what I think it makes it uh, even even more real because like they just want to be heard, right? They want to know like that's what. Well, I and and they want to know other people have seen it too, and they're not crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, that's why it's uh, it's believable. Now, as far as these triangle areas go, how many would you say exist in the United States? Like. I don't know altogether. I I have ten in my book. I'm sure there's lots more. Wow, there's so there's that many. Like, what what are some of the ones that we might have not mentioned that are pretty interesting? If you can think off the top of your head, maybe just one. The Nevada Triangle. Well, now, what's up with that? Like, I, I think <laughs> I heard you talking about that in the other show, and mm-hmm. I can't remember what you talked about, but um, it uh. It has something to do with S4 and Bob Lazar and Dan Barish, or is that? Right, right, right. Oops, where did I go here? Oh, lost my screen. Yeah, because um, part of the, the Nevada Triangle is Groom Lake. That which is Area 51, right? Right, right, right. And there's, you know, that's where you, your Majestic 12 comes in. Yeah, and all, all kinds of UFO sightings and um, and, and uh, 
stuff. And would you consider like um, anywhere in Arizona a triangle? Like, um, you know, with Sedona being so- I haven't, I haven't seen one, but that doesn't matter. And it, it doesn't have to be a triangle. There's all kinds of strange places. Yes, like Sedona. Yes. I've been there, that's very different. Yeah, it, there's like a lot of UFO sightings in Sedona for some reason. And I don't know if there's a, you know, I don't know if there's a military base there. So, um, you know, and one thing I, oh, one thing I thought that was really interesting, I think you'll find this interesting was um, Santa Catalina in California. Like there was a lady on Fade to Black the other night. Her name is Debbie Ziegelmeyer. She wrote a book called How, uh, the, How UFOs Are Populating Our Coastlines. And she was talking about all the USOs and um, Santa Catalina, like the channel there. You know how they always see UFOs going in and out of the water there? Have you, talk, have you yeah. heard about that? Yeah, hell yeah. It's pretty interesting because like, I, I don't think it, I mean, I know there's a naval base around there, but I still think it's extraterrestrial or something different that we might not know about because I just don't think that we have that much technology. What are, what are your thoughts? But there's I've I've seen re reports in Utah where there's UFOs that go in and out of the water. Yeah, it's, it's weird. called it's called Bottle Hollow. I've never heard of that. I've it's it's, of it's not it's not far from Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, you wrote a book on Skinwalker Ranch too. What's your what are you? Two books. <laughs> what, what 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 do you think's going? On? I mean, what, what can I talk to you about? What's going on there? Do you think? We're, we're talking about dimensions and I I remote viewed there and I saw two dimensions kind of overlapping each other. I saw a portal open up. Oh, wow. So like there's that there's, there's all kinds of stuff happening there and it's it's not everybody says it's aliens. I don't believe it's all aliens. It's all kinds of other stuff. Well, what there's about stuff the in the ground under the ground? I've heard that there's like a craft under the ground there or something. No, I, I haven't heard that. It, but, but, but that's what somebody said, like they said yeah. it was a Pleiadian, but we're not saying that's possible. So what what is what do you think is under the ground? I, I see a cave a cave system. Oh wow, that's interesting. Like um with like possible like military bases? No, no, but I think I think early natives, you know, the long time ago they used to live in the caves under there yeah oh that's interesting so, so i think the the fremont used to instead of making teepees they they lived in the ground and then that would cover up the hole with like a little roof no do you think that would became like a burial ground do you think that might be why there's so much paranormal activity i don't see burial ground there up up on the top of the Mesa, there's a burial ground, but I don't, I don't see one in that area, in the basin area. Why, why do you think there's all the cattle mutilations? I think that's the government. <laughs> oh, okay. I, 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 I kind of agree, but what, what I think is like, why would, the, I don't understand why the government would go out of their way to do these precision cuts on animals, but I could see them testing for radiation. But the, the, the way that, they, I mean, they, 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 whoever does these cattle mutilations, they do it for like, they do uh, weird cuts, like they take the genitals and the eyes, and it doesn't. No, they're only taking certain parts, and the, this happens all over the all over the, the world. West, you know, yeah, well, in Colorado, and that's where it first started was in Colorado. Yeah, so you think it's all the government then? 
some sometimes I've 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 read stories where they would see strange lights in the sky at night, and the next day they found a cow laying there. I mean, it could be a little of both. Yeah, maybe they're working with like the ETs or something like that. Yeah, probably separate, but yeah, yeah. Why you know why are why are we testing? If if they're testing the cows for something, what what's happening to people? The radiation. It's yeah what are they, what's you know what's happening to the people there if you're worrying about the cows yeah that's 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 what it's scary I, I mean i'm a big anti-cancer person you know for, for prevention of uh you know cancer and i if you have leaks like fukushima and if you have leaks like chernobyl those are gonna i mean like fukushima was like the radiation was washing up on our shores like for like years afterwards and oh sure you know, you know, and, like, and it's in the ground it goes in the ground it's up in the air and comes back down i take c60 i don't know if that's a complete protectant but it, i mean somebody told me that it helps protect against radiation like um you know and they've done not just that but they've done nuclear testing all over this country right sure I mean, they're still it. doing it they're still doing it i'm sure would you think they would know better right or they would at least have some sense to like you know try to save their own people maybe they think they're 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 uh they can only they don't care about the people i don't know you know so, um, who knows who knows what you know what secret stuff they're doing at the dugway proving down in, in in utah what's up with that place they, they do chemical testing there among other things okay and and one one time they were they were testing a, a chemical they were up in a plane and they the dispenser had it had uh, the colored liquid in it, and um, they were dispensing it over a field just to, to see what would happen. And he thought the guy thought the dispenser was empty, but it wasn't, and it spread all over the the countryside of this mountain. Wow! And the next and the next morning, the the sheep herder got up, and all the sheep were dead. Wow. That's crazy. And he he ended up getting cancer. His wife, his daughter, because it's, they were in that same area too. It's crazy. That's it's. An, it, it, I don't know how we beat cancer. To be honest with you, I mm -hmm. I really don't. I I don't know. I mean, I I know some treatments that I've been I've been looking into for the future, just to try to help society. But there's I'm not a scientist, you know, all I can do is mm -hmm. tell people what supplements to take and stuff. But I know that's going off track of the paranormal. But I'm a big advocate for fighting against cancer. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a big like, proponent for trying to help people live. Like, if I know someone has cancer, I'll try to help them. A anybody that watches this show that wants to get a hold of me, that has that, so fighting cancer, like, you know, I'd be more than happy to talk to people about what I know. But you know, like, I don't know. But that that's uh. But uh, I guess to finish up, what are your thoughts on um, uh, the abduction phenomena and, and the secret space program? I, I do believe that there's real abductions because I, I'm, I'm a member of MUFON and my MUFON director act, actually was abducted when he was a teenager. Wow. He's told us stories about that. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's definitely like uh, I don't think it seems like it's not as prevalent as it was like in the 70s, 80s, 90s and 2000s. Like 
it seems like it, it like there, but I'm, I don't know, I'm not an experiencer. So, you know, I can't tell you, but it doesn't seem like the, okay, the, it doesn't, it seems like people are having contact. Okay, to put this intelligently, the people mm -hmm. that come on my show are having contact, but they're having contact with all different types of species of aliens. It seems like the gray abductions have kind of toned down. You, yeah, you, I noticed that. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's, it seems like they're not as like much as they used to be, at least, or something. And then because people, I I believe it's not just one planet that's visiting us. It could be all kinds of planets. Yeah. That's I, why they all look different, just like we all look different. Yeah, and and then that's what I've said before. I I said that I think that like, you know, we were all seated by different races of ETs. Like that's why we all look different. We have different skin color. We all, you know, but um, you know, uh, I think they they divided the languages up because like, that's just maybe the regions. Like people that that's just like the language they 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 gravitated to like and and they made over the years like maybe it was like their natural tones like but i believe when it comes to like you know different races and stuff i truly believe that's different ets i believe in a divine creator but i believe there was like an anunnaki intervention for sure maybe pleiadian intervention i i don't know who else you know gray intervention but they seem like they have their own agenda like they want our dna for something they don't want to give anything up they just want to take from you know like that that's what I was trying to get to with that. Like it yeah. seems like the Greys wanted they wanted stuff from us and they didn't want to give us any information. But other races have been somewhat like, you know, other races have been more helpful to our species, you know. And I, I think I'm I'm writing a new book. It's it's about earth energies. It's about ancient ancient sites like Stonehenge. I've been to Chaco Canyon in Illinois, um, Cahokia Mounds, and, and a lot of a lot of these have a, a relationship with Pallades, the way that their civilization was laid out. That's pretty. That you amazing. can see it aligns with the stars in Pallades. I wonder why that is. I mean, I don't know. you know, like it's uh, it's it's. Uh, I was just talking to you know Brad Olson about that too, like. That about the astronomical alignments of like you know different places like what was Chaco Canyon like if you don't mind me asking? That's in New Mexico. It's it's that's that that's the one um that they used to have really large roads except they didn't have horses or any kind of wagons that they use so you know there's just like like a theory that was that like landing strips for the aliens. Who knows? Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you ever hear that story? I mean, who knows? I never heard it, but that that's yeah. the first time. That's interesting. Yeah. And, have to look and all the, the people that were like in the ruling class, they all had six fingers and toes. You mean like the Anunnaki or like what? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. The rulers yeah. of our society. Yeah. I mean, they're regular people, but they all had six fingers and toes. That's you mean they were giants like baby. I don't think they were giants, but they're they just, just regular people. Yeah, I mean I think seven foot tall is the, is the tallest. I wouldn't call that a giant. Yeah, but they did find giant skeletons. You know they found them with elongated. They found the elongated skulls in Peru, and I talked mm -hmm. to Brad about that. And then they found the giant skulls skeletons. Some of them were nine feet and stuff yeah. in uh, in 
some some were found in Ohio by the Serpent Mound, and like um, that yes, I saw I got I saw pictures of that. Yes. Yeah, and you know what's funny is like L.A. Marzulli, he found one of those um, uh, one of those. I interviewed him on it, and the Smithsonian they took the giant out of the picture. Like they, they he he founded this like this giant skeleton, and when they when they advertised it, they took it out of the picture. They they were trying to cover it up. They didn't want to show there was a giant. I know, I know. Isn't that weird? It's like why why you want to hide that? We all know there were races of giants. It was in the Bible that there were giants. Yeah, it was. There were. You know? it, was it was. They were everywhere. Even in Sumerian yeah. literature, right. like all, all of the great literatures, even probably the Native Americans have folklore of them fighting right. giants. They would back them into the cave, and they would right. you know, like twenty Indians against one giant. But they would back them into the cave, and they would um, set the caves on fire. And they still have the burnt caves as evidence. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was an amazing in interview. Um, do you can you tell everybody where to find your book and find your stuff and like that? Uh, my books are on Amazon. Or if you want a signed copy, you can just contact me on Facebook. I have lots of them here. I can sign and send them out. Like I did. I I I'll do, yeah. I uh, I contacted her because you guys should really get this book, the, 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 the Triangles book. It's called Mysterious, well, again, it's called uh, Mysterious. Well, Dimensions, Mysterious Triangles. Mysterious Triangles of the United States. And they're all about these paranormal locations. And I think it's really amazing. Like, and I, I appreciate you coming on and talking about it. I, it's, it's, I don't know what we're gonna do about the missing people. Like, I, I hope though that your your research continues, and I hope that you're able. Oh, to, all the time, yes. I hope you're able to solve more cases because I really think that's really admirable. I hope David Pilates is keeps it researching too. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a good job too. Um, well, th uh, thanks again for coming on. Do you have a website too? Yeah, www.sherylincarter.com. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on, and uh, maybe we'll have to do this again sometime. Okay, sounds good. All right, have a good night.